0: person. Many times it's not until the doctor can take x-rays before he can properly diagnose the situation. And the writer to the Hebrews don't turn Reveals for us the x-ray power and penetration to our spiritual, psychological, and emotional pain. He says in Hebrews 4.12, for the word of God is living. That, that means this word enlightens. It's living, it's not dead, it's it's living. It's living and it's powerful. It's not only enlightening, it's energizing. And sharper than any two-edged sword, it exposes, it cuts both ways. There's a blade on both sides of that sword. Cuts going in, cuts coming out. And he goes on, on to say, piercing even to the dividing of soul and spirit. Now, now let me stop because a lot of people don't know what this means. That the word of God, when applied, begins to cut away, listen, it begins to cut away our emotion. And our psyche from the old nature is slicing so that everything the old nature is producing, amen, you and I who have two natures and are saved are not enslaved to obey it. It divides between the asunder of soul and... Spirit, my God, and and and, he, and and he goes on to say, and is a discerner of our thoughts and intents of our hearts. That means it's educational, and 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 the word Amen uh, of God will mirror you and tell you and share with you and I the real pocket. Of your pain and your pollution. Because it all comes out of an operation called pride. Okay. Now I'm I'm gonna do some exegesis today. And 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 in exegeting these passages, I want I want and, and 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 this is why, and I mentioned this earlier. Pool was here and all of them were saying amen. Let me let me let me let me see something. That's why. I don't want Bible teachers or preachers in this church going home, reading their pr- respective commentary and coming here teaching it. Amen. I don't want that. I, I've been taught, taught exegetically how to differentiate what the Bible is saying from somebody else's opinion, Amen. and 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 this this particular expositor is a great man and he's a great expositor, but in this instance, he's wrong. Because he's in the Lordship salvation where it only cuts two ways. If you save, you don't sin. If you unsave, that's the reason you're sinning. And once you lock into that philosophy, you have no area of discernment when it comes to carnality. 1 Corinthians chapter 3. Are y'all getting me? No, the reason Christians get sin is because we still got an old nature. There's no, there's no eradication. Are y'all with me? Of the flesh nature. And I can do everything them folk out there can do. I just can't do it as long. I can't do it unbroken, but I can still do it because I still got a sin nature in me. Can I get a witness? And I'm sick of church folk lying. I'm sick of these denominations that are teaching this mess that, amen, they don't, you know, they don't never do anything. They don't never feel anything. Everything is praise ye him and then you see him on television locked up for something. I'm sick. I'm sick of that mess. I'm sick of it. And 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 so we got to be careful in exegeting these passages because what James begins to do is he begins to expose the hidden, hideous, amen, and hurts of individuals, and, and 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 it's a fight in our flesh. It's a microcosm of our motives. It's a war of two wisdoms. Now, listen to Pastor. When I was in the world, I could sin repeatedly and not be convicted. I was free to sin. When I got saved and I was weak, I could still sin. Yeah. But now, my rest was taken from me. My peace was taken from me. I ain't talking about conscience, I'm talking about conviction. Are y'all getting this? I couldn't just sin and sin and sin and go home and go to sleep. The Comforter, Holy Spirit, became a discomforter. Are y'all are y'all getting this? So if you're sitting out there and say, "You know what? I I I I I just get I get convicted." I, I, that's a good sign. That means you saved. No yeah. folk out there ain't getting convicted. Sin, go to sleep, wake up, sin again. And, 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 and so, one of the things is that, uh, and, 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 and I give this, I didn't give it this morning, I'm going to give it now. The, the raising of Lazarus to me, and this is a Gordonism, is, is, a, is, is symbolic of the saved life. Lazarus was dead four days. And, um, you know, his body started, uh, de- you know, decomposition set in, rigor set in. Jesus waited to four days. The Jews believe that after three days, it's really dead. Jesus waited to four days. Uh huh. And then, listen to this. Some, some, sometimes we can't get up from our sin until sin has become exceedingly sinful. Until we get sin sick. Old, old lady told me, son, until you get sin sick, you're going to keep sinning. You got to get sick of your sin. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So Jesus comes to Bethany after four days and where have you laid him? You know, by this time, Lord, he stinkers. Jesus, I don't want to hear that. Just where have you laid him? And and Jesus said, Lazarus, called him by name. He came forth and when he came out, y'all know the story, he came out, the Bible says he was bound with grave clothes. And when we get saved, our names are written in the Lamb's book of life. We are forgiven of our sins. We're going to heaven. But the problem with the church is that they don't want to help anybody get out of the grave clothes. We're still wrapped like mummies with habits and hurts and hindrances, and part of the disciple concept is to help people take off the grave clothes to help you stop thinking the way you used to think, to help you stop, amen, living the way you used to live. They're all called grave clothes. And then then when they got the grave clothes off, they got grave clothes off. Nobody reads the 12th chapter. The 11th chapter, he gets Lazarus up. They take the grave clothes off. But the 12th chapter, Lazarus is clothed in his right mind and he's sitting at a table eating with Jesus. Y'all ain't getting this picture, not. See, you cannot rest and partake of supper with the Lord until them grave clothes come off. And whom the Son hath set free is free indeed. Hmm. Now, now if I sin, it's because I want to sin. I'm free. I don't have to sin. Preachers ain't even saying amen. I, I don't have to sin. Let me say this again. Some of y'all from Pentecostal church, I don't have to sin. I don't have to sin. I don't have to sin. I I can say no to sin. That's right. That's right. I got an option now. Old man, new man. Are y'all getting this? Hmm. The problem is we're just so comfortable with the old man, we don't want to say yes to the new man. That's it, you know. James continues his thematic thrust of mature faith. And I, to, and I told you at the outset of this that I, when I finish James, we're going to still be on faith because one of the things that I discovered in the New Testament, Paul and Peter wrote more on the faith of the believer than anything else. Your faith is your shield. You don't have no faith. Satan just comes in at will, at will. and just smacks you around. Yes, sir, the just shall live by what? Faith. By faith. And once Satan gets our faith, it's over. You, you, you just, you just defeat it over and over and over again. Hmm. As he continues, we started out with this mature faith. PT. Patient in trials. Chapter one. Count it all joy. Remember that? Why should I praise God for pain? Why should I praise God for trials? Because God has a design and a development going on in my life. Amen. Patient in trials. Secondly, pure in temptations. Chapter one, verse 12. Let no man say, when he is tempted, I'm tempted of God. No, God ain't tempting you. God can cause you to be pure when tempted. Yeah. And then practicing the truth. Faith without works is dead. Hmm. And then power over the tongue. If I'm mature in faith, God gives me a little power. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Over the tongue. And, and 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 as we were moving through this last week was a proper translation of the of God's wisdom, knowing when God is speaking. Only mature people in Christ know that. And today pinpointing my trouble. So, the Holy Spirit begins this matter of showing us stuff we either don't want to admit or stuff we don't even notice there. This text, I always, I've been trained biblically to look for the subject, the predicate, the verbs, the adverbs, the prepositions. I've been trained to look for the subject. What What is the real subject here in this text? Well, the subject is submission to God. And we're not going to miss that. We're not, gonna, we're not going to bypass that thought. And once I get the subject, then everything else in that text relates back to the subject. Are y'all getting this? so James begins with first we must and we need to recognize the base of our wars it's called conflict now why did I use the word base well the alliteration fit yes but base denotes operation there there is a base of operations, take the military, there are f eighteens here yeah. and there there are troops here yes. Yes. there there is a base inside the believer amen this this base of operations and and see people who are not at peace with themselves can never be at peace with others. Now, now, let me, let me stop. You, you may have a reason why you can't have peace with others and why you're not at peace with yourself. If the vertical relationship is wrong, you and God, the horizontal always going to be wrong. When I see people that cannot get along with other people, something's wrong with them and God. Vertical, horizontal. You cannot claim to have a horizontal with no vertical because God is love. Are y'all getting this? And so, and so, the hidden history, the hurts that causes us this outer confusion, and 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 we're all guilty. We we fight others uh, externally because we're in conflict internally. I'm pausing purposely. That this base of operations. Paul talked about, don't turn in Romans 7 when he said, listen to this language. I delight in the law of God after the inward man. That's the saved man, new nature. But I see another law operating principle working in my members and warring against the law of my mind. Lord have mercy. There, first of all, between Romans 6 and 7 and 8, there are six laws, theologically. Paul says, I got the law of the inward man, and Paul was saved 20 years when he wrote Romans chapter 7. Paul said, I got the inward man. The inward man is my new nature. I got that. I'm in that. But there's another law in my members, the law of sin and death, the law of the flesh. Now let me tell you why you are blessed to be here at St. Matthew's because most churches will never teach amen on the two natures. You know why? They don't know about them. (laughs) Because if you know what's in these two natures, then you begin to understand the continual conflict that's going on inside your mind. Continue. I'm not talking about between you and your wife, you and your husband. I'm talking about in your mind. Continue. It's, and it's continual. It never lets up. It, it never subsides. It never goes away. If I make a decision for Christ, you best believe the devil's in the vicinity. There's always this conflict inside of the believer. And and Paul goes on to say, listen, this thing gets so hot that Paul cried out, oh, wretched man that I am. Who's going to deliver me from the body of this death? Now, this is inside the believer. Paul was saved. He said, but thanks be to God for the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, listen to this, who gives us. He doesn't sell it to us. He doesn't make us earn it. He gives us the victory. (laughs) Somebody gives you the victory. You can't even assume the victory, but somebody gives it to you who gives us the victory in Jesus Christ. So so that means, listen, listen, it's normal for Christians to fail, to fall, and to falter. They're battling between the two natures. God and 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 so it's it's here it's here it's here that um James begins to deal with in verse one he says, From whence come these wars and fightings now now look at the word among you in other, in other words there were there there were Christians who were having a tough time getting along, so he's writing believers. You know why y'all at each other's throat? You know why y'all always fussing at each other? You know why you're always gossiping about your brother, your sister? You know why? Hmm. Because there's a base of operation inside of you. Amen. Amen. And it's threefold. It's pride, it's pollution, and it's pain. My Lord. Out of our pain. If I sit up here and keep saying, Reverend Walker is this, Reverend Walker is this, Reverend Walker is this, in a positive way, somebody else up here, they ain't going to come out and say it. Inwardly, they're going to say, He hmm, don't say nothing about nobody else. See, that's your pain. Your pain is you can't stand somebody else to get credit unless your name is called. That's right. That's right. You, your, 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 your pain is when Dan or Tony buys a new home, I can't, I can't, incur, I can't really be happy for because I don't have a new home. That's my pain. That's my pain that he, he is saying that this stuff is at war in your members. Are y'all getting me? Look how many times he uses the word you. Go, go back to verse 1. From whence comes wars and fightings among you? Come they not hence even your, that war in your. You lust and have not, you kill and desire to have and cannot say you fight in war, yet you have not, because you ask not. No, look, look how many times are you in the word you. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, man. And we got pain, man. Historical And, and listen, 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 listen. This base of wars, this conflict, goes all the way back to the theme a lack of submission. Because if I'm submitted to God, you can't hurt me. if I'm really submitted to God, I don't need to judge you. All right. If if I'm really submitted to God, I ain't talking about what we portray. I'm talking about what's really going on. I don't need to get jealous of you. Are y'all getting this? Hmm. Man, when I got saved and called, look, 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 here's, here's, and, and, and this wasn't pride. Here's the way I thought. Lord, you said, first of all, you called me, you said a man's gifts will make room for him and bring him before great men. Okay, based on your, your word, I'm expecting you to make room. I'm not trying to be notorious like these other great Landmark preachers, I just just use the gift you've given me to glorify yourself. I don't need to be compared with nobody. I don't need to be, I I don't need, look, I don't have a need to hoop like everybody else. I don't have a need to do all them gymnastics. I'll just stand flat-footed and teach this Word of God. But you know what? Don't none of them have my gift. y'all ain't getting this just like they don't have my gift i don't have their gift so i need to just be free in what god has given me and let it fly The base, the base, the base, the base. All this war, all this conflict, all this hell. Where's all this stuff coming from? From within you. It's coming from a base. That's right. They were talking about last Wednesday uh, groups when we had Love and Richard, they're talking about models. They're talking about, you know, everything we learned from our parents wasn't good. I know we protect them. Wasn't good. We have bad models sometimes, not all the time. Didn't, didn't, didn't we have some bad models? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Every, everything you grew up under wasn't good. Lord have mercy. There's some things that we picked up on the way, picked up at home. Come on now. And, and and we got to differentiate what's of God and what's not of God. All right. Look at the second thing he does in this text. I I'm 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 and 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 now he he moves from the recognition of the base that's in us. Now 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 stop pausing part because again, you don't need to go out the door thinking I'm talking about somebody else. I'm talking about you. I'm talking about me, Kent. In the base level. In the (laughs) in the base level. Do I always carry myself like Jesus Christ? No. In the base level. Mm. Do I always react and respond? No in the base level. Hmm. And 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 so again we we are trying to identify where's all this stuff coming from. And, and 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 you know what listen saints make it make it make it clear. Uh you know, I've been here 27 years. I don't I don't preach this Bible over and over again. Let me let me let me say this to you. Uh uh, most of the things that we will learn in Christ will cost will cost us to have gone through some trouble. Amen. We got to go through some trouble, or we don't really learn a lesson. We got we got we got we got. Paul says, "I've learned in whatever state I'm in to be content." Paul says, I I know how to go high, I know how to go low. He said, I'm even killed. I can go either way. Now, now some of us haven't learned that. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and and so child of God, when you begin to look, see, let me tell you why so many people in denial can't focus on themselves. Let me tell you why, even while I'm preaching, you think about who's pastor talking about? Yeah, the problem is, the reason we can't focus on ourselves is because we have for years excused ourselves from the Word of God. On, you, you are more concerned of me splitting verbs and prepositions than you are hearing what thus saith the Lord. You're so cocky. You're sitting up here by well, let me see if he's interpreting this right. Come on, come on. I was interpreting this when y'all was in the world. I was studying the Word before most of y'all got saved. I'll say amen Amen. in the name of Jesus. The fact of the matter is pride, pollution, and this place of self-initiated power is at the base of our problems. I first started pastoring. I was 37 years old. This woman come up to me in church. She said, son, you can't teach me nothing. I got children older than you. Now, what kind of attitude is that for a new young pastor? I can't tell you what I told her. No, I am going to tell you what I told her so you can see my growth. I said, you and your son. That's it. I cut it off. No, I ain't say take no hype. I ain't fooling with dad. The fact of the matter is, the fact of the matter is, the fact of the matter is, is that, now here's what the woman was saying. I'm not open to your teaching. You're too young. Are you oh, getting this? Paul is saying we need to resist the brokenness of our wounds. What, is, what are the causes and consequences? And 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 Paul and James is using metaphoric language here. He said, Now listen to this now. He 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 look look look. He says, You fight and you war. Now, now let's start, because I want to take this a little slower. In order to renounce these actions within us. Amen. There's three things we got to do. We got to resist the flesh. We got to resist this flesh, man. This flesh nature is making impulses that we like. Yeah. It's hard to rebuke something you like. Are y'all getting this? I like what I'm hearing. I, I like what you're saying. I like this. We got to resist the flesh because the flesh going, listen, Satan ain't stupid. He waited to Jesus, got hungry, Matthew chapter 4, and then the, and then the tempter came. Isn't that right? Yeah. Now let's take that temptation and put it to our lives. What is it that you're longing for that you can't get on your own? That Satan is coming along saying, I'll help you get it. (laughs) What is it? See, I was a sentimentalist my whole life. I mean, I mean, I was out there in the streets, but I, I always thought of marriage and love like falling. I know y'all ain't had that problem. I, man, when I meet the right one, I'm going to be floating. And I would have never gained this weight because I, I can't eat. I'm in love. <laughs> ah! I done went through more bags of potato chips. Oh, no, 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 no. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't sleep. That's a lie. I can't sleep because I ate late last night. So, you know, I had all these sentimentalities about love. Oh, I only have eyes for you. Oh. And boy, I found out, and I got a great wife. I love her, but I found out, man... You say you love like a heat wave. Uh, we going, we, going, we going through something. Don't we grow up quick? Don't we grow, don't we grow up quick? Don't, don't we learn that we got to work? We got to work to have a good relationship. We got to grow in love. You don't fall in love. Are y'all getting this? Amen. Look what, look, what, look what James is saying. He says, you gotta re, first of all, you got to resist the flesh, then you got to resist the devil, then you got to resist the world. The world, the flesh, and the devil are allies. How do you resist the flesh? By the will of God. How do you resist the devil? By the word of God. It is written. How do you resist the world? By the wisdom of God. That's that's how you... (laughs) My Lord. And then James says, here's why you got to resist the brokenness of your wounds, the causes, the consequences, because you got two major problems... No peace and no proper prayer life. Look, 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 look. Look at this, look at this. Lord have mercy. No, no peace, no peace, no peace, no peace, no peace. You fight in war, verse 2, yet ye have not. Are y'all getting this? Hmm. You fight? And you know what I had discovered from my own life, and this might sound you know, uh, messed up to some of y'all. I never in my life had to stay in a relationship and fight through my issues. Because in the world, when you got on my nerves, I was out. it was gone. No, no, no. no. And I kept running. Are y'all getting this? I was dating a girl one time from Westfell. She said, you are supposed to be at eight o'clock. Take me to the movie. I said, you out of your mind. I got back in my car and drove off. <laughs> well, what did I say wrong? You said too much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of here. Just no tolerance. Are y'all, are y'all getting this? Now, now that we saved and married, we gotta have a lot of tolerance on it. not that right, saints? Yeah. Isn't that right, saints? Yeah. Haven't you had a lot of tolerance, saints? Leave that one alone. And Sister Gordon ain't rowdy. She's gentle. She's loving. She's kind. She's godly. She's considerate. So y'all look at me and say, "Well, what's the problem?" <laughs> <laughs> on the inside produces problems on the outside. Hmm. Years ago, I used to cross street. I asked the ladies. I said, well, what do y'all want in a husband? And this girl, she said, well, let me tell you what I like in a husband. And she got the list got to be like thirty-five deep. <laughs> I said, baby, you need to marry Jesus. Ain't nobody bringing all this. Where you, where you from? <laughs> I mean, it's one thing to say, I'd I, I like to be saved and, and be responsible. You know, 35 deep, man. I said, where do they come from? Oh, Doc. I'll leave that one alone. You only go to 30. Look, look, look at this. He says, no peace, no proper prayer life. You fight in war, no peace because there is a There is no submission to God. You have not because you ask not. No faith in the promises. You ask, but you're asking for the wrong reasons to consume it upon your lust. Wrong prayer life. Let me let me let me let me let me demonstrate you what my prayer life is like. first of all, when I go to the Lord and every Sunday morning three o 'clock i 'm on prostrate on my feet, when I go to the Lord, I go beginning with me, not prayers for me. Lord forgive me i got I got stuff going on, I need your prayer. I spend time there, then I start praying. For the church, people as a whole. I, I, I say, Lord, bless every family in St. Matthew's. Bless their children, their grandchildren. Bless da 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 da. Sometimes, if I know a person in Christ, I call their name, because the pastor's supposed to liberate, lift up in prayer and lead. Can I get a witness? Yeah. I'm 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 going some way with this. Yeah. Then I pray for the president, because the Bible tells me in Timothy, I ought to pray for those in authority. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I pray for I pray for the Congress and the Senate. I just started that. <laughs> I ain't prayed for them before, but I start praying for them. I pray, I pray for peace in Israel. I pray for peace in the Middle East. I pray that ISIS will, will, will be stopped. I pray for people in prison because it says pray for them that are bound. Well, what are you praying for people in prison? First of all, they get saved. Are y'all with me? Then I pray for people on the mission field. Then I, then look, I, I got all these prayers going out of me. Then I pray for people in my family that I say, people that need Jesus. Then it's Diane, Ray, Diamond, and Rachel. alright Y'all ain't getting this. Yeah, I, do. I don't just go to the Lord about my stuff. Lord, help me to be successful. Help me help my children. Oh, no, wrong. Wrong prayers. Now, I'm pausing, uh, I'm, pa- I'm pausing purposely. This morning, I pray for every minister and their wives, their children. I pray for every deacon, and their wives. I mean, collectively. Lord, help them. Help us all. I pray for all of our staff. Call them by name. You know why? Because God honors that. Are y'all getting this? We got these little selfish, self-centered prayers. Lord, touch my boss's heart that he'll give me this $5 raise I've been waiting for. And, and then sometimes we pray, Lord, kill my boss because he's, uh, he's not right. And, you know, uh, you know, Lord, if you could just open it. And then, and then we got nerds use religious language. If you would open up the reservoirs of heaven and pour out a blessing. Oh, God. Now, you ain't tired a bit, but here you go. Lord, pour out a blessing and help me, Lord God, to, you know. <laughs> Check it out. Look what he says. Don't miss this. That you may consume it Your lust. See, it's all about you. Your prayer is all about you and what's dear to you. How many of y'all pray for the pastor this morning? Ain't that many. Look at that. That's why I come in here limping in the morning. See what I'm saying? (laughs) There's a wrong prayer life in this text. And if we're submitted to God, we see all these other areas. Contaminated requests. Characteristics, yeah, of of people that need healing. The cover-up of our mess. The continuance of wrong motives. Lord, have mercy. Look, look. I'm, I'm, I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming. Attitudes, actions, we align our flesh, our function, our failure. He says, look, right here, ye adulterers and adulteresses. Now, this is metaphoric language. He's not saying that these church folk are living in physical adultery. Here's what he's saying. Spiritually, if you save, you and I are engaged to Jesus Christ. We will be at the marriage supper of the lamb. We will be married to Jesus. He's the groom. We're the bride. Are y'all getting this? So, God is saying, you adulteresses and adulterers, you are supposed to be, Lord have mercy, committed to your future husband. But you got all this other stuff going. Now, you, you know, you out there playing the field as far as God's are concerned maybe the God of money, the God of things, the God of success. He he says, you have forsaken the relationship to what you are supposed to be attached to. Know ye not friendship, phileo, to the world is enmity with God. He's talking about the world system. You are too close to the world system. You are uh, to the world system. All right. There, there are programs on TV. You know, I my flesh is saying, man, turn it on. It looks good. But then they start the language and they start the explicit. Come on now. They, you know, they start all this mess and I got to turn the channel because my spirit cannot sit there and tolerate that. Uh Uh-oh. Look what he's saying. You want to check out where your spiritual temple are two things. This determines your spiritual temperature. How you give, how you live, third thing, and how you forgive. Three major indicators. Hmm. Your giving money is a direct indicator of your love for Jesus. I just don't. Not. Most tithers of 10% and over don't talk. They quietly support and pray. They don't get up and church hop. They don't do a lot of complaining. I've been at this stuff a long time. They don't have too many opinions. They just quietly pray and thank the Lord and trust Jesus. That's all they do. Most people that live righteous lives don't have a need for a lot of attention. They just don't have that need. They have their name called every time. That, that's, that's pain. That's pain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Look what he says here. Whosoever therefore will be a friend of the world is an enemy with God. Now let me stop because we are going through a lot of the church is now approaching the book of Daniel in, in this respect. Your testimony is going to cost you something. See, there was a time when you could get away with being quiet in the pew. No more. The world is taking this exaggerated turn. And the world is saying, here's what we think about marriages. And what do you think? Here's what we think about the subject of homosexuality. What do you think? Here's what we think about our rights. What do you think? And the reason we have not had to answer the question is because we are comfortable being lukewarm. What do you mean by lukewarm? Well, lukewarm, luke, well, see, lukewarmness means that, uh, well, I, you know, I can can go, I can go either way. I'm okay. No. Christianity involves you taking a stand for our Christ. Now, he didn't ask us to shoot Muslims. He didn't, God didn't ask us to, yeah, God didn't ask you to do all that. God just asked you to be a witness. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and where the church is gone, there's going to come a time when you're going to have to speak up. Are you for us? Or are you against us? Yes, yes, sir. So somebody says, Well, I don't think the church or I don't think the pastor or I don't think you ought to that's coming. And you don't and you know we ought to speak the truth in love, baby. But you gotta speak the truth. So when people ask me, I said, "Don't ask the question. I'll tell you no lie. Look, if you want to know what I think, and what I think is what the the word of God says, this is no longer popular. You know what the problem is in Christendom? Let me throw this out to you: the Bible is no longer the authority. That's the problem. They word of God as coming from God as being inerrant and inspirational. They do not receive the word as the word of God. Oh, that's somebody's opinion. Had a lady tell me years ago, she said, uh, Paul, Paul was chauvinistic. He didn't like women. Where's that coming from? For the time will come when they will not endure the word of God. They will heap up teachers with itching ears. Now, the concept of itching ears, Greg, they're going to tell you what you want to hear. They're political. Well, what is your position on this? Well, you know, I don't, I really don't see anything wrong with it. I mean, you know, it's just a uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And there was a time when you did that false prophet that you say, well, I, I, uh, God, God, God just killed you for being a false prophet. Leave that one alone. Hmm. He says, Do ye think, verse five, that the scripture saith in vain, listen to this, the spirit that dwelleth in us. Notice the word us. He's he talking to other Christians. Lusteth to envy. But now that phrase is the Holy Spirit is a jealous God, and he wants his will to be applied and known. Applied, applied and no. Hmm. That's one thing I treasured about my mother, boy. She she told you the truth whether you wanted to hear it or not. And here's how she phrased it now. Nah, I don't mean no harm. When you heard that, it's coming, doc. She told my brother, she told one of my brothers. she said, look, I he, he, she said, I don't mean no harm, but you need a haircut. You look terrible. Oh, there you go. You look terrible. I'm your mother. I'm going to tell you the truth. See, 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 I grew up under that. That's great stuff. Great stuff. I was telling them this morning. I was laughing, telling them some minutes 25, you know, I was here 27 years. My dad joined first 25 years ago. He came up the aisle, across the street and when he came up the aisle, I just, tears, I started crying man. My dad came up the aisle and I just hugged him huh? A few weeks later, my mom came up the aisle and I said, oh lord. <laughs> I, I said, here she go, doc. Here she go. And I love my mother, but I said, here she go. She going to be telling me how to pass the And <laughs> My wife says, she going to get you when you get in heaven. But, 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 check it, but check it out. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. Do you have somebody in your life that can be square, honest with you? Without repercussions? If you don't have it, you need that. And let them say, "I don't mean no harm." <laughs> oh Lord, leave that one alone. This this surgery this morning. But look at the final point. We we need now now, now hanging in hanging there with Pastor. We we need to receive the blessings of a healing worship, our comfort and our cure. Here's our cure. Look at verse six. But but. But in spite of all this warfare, but in spite of all this pride, pollution, and amen, party spirits, but he giveth more grace. Now, now, what does it mean by more grace? God, see, here, here's what God is saying: all this conflict in your life, you need more grace. Yeah. Yeah. All this hell coming out of your heart, you need more grace. Why more grace? Look what he says in this this verse. God, wherefore he saith, that means there's a quotation from somewhere else, God resisteth the proud. That's a strong verb. He resists us when we become prideful. Mm -hmm. Me, myself, and I. See, I refuse. As long as body, the breath in my body, ain't nobody in this church coming to this pulpit or this sanctuary and glorify themselves. That ain't happening Doc. And if you're here for that reason, you're in the wrong church because it ain't happening. Amen. Amen. I'm not going to let you take your little eye personality and needs a lot of attention. I'm not going to let you take that self-centeredness and bring it up in here and got attention coming to you. It ain't about you. It's about him. Amen. Well, pastor, why do you... Come up every Sunday with the same praise. Notice what I do with the same praise. It's all about Him. And I can't trust everybody with His reputation. Y'all ain't getting this. You'll get it on the way out. When I'm, when I'm, when I'm satisfactory that all you're going to do is give Jesus the credit, you'll get up here. Can I get a witness? Oh, I'm preaching up in this place. Because it's Him that we come to worship for. It's him we ought to exalt. It's him we ought to praise. It's him that's going to pull us out of trouble. It's him that's going to change things in our lives. It's him that's going to heal our body. It's him. It's not about you. It's about him. It's about him. When I think about the goodness of Jesus... And all he's done for me, my soul cries out. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Look at, look at, look at it. He, he says, God resists the Bible, Give grace to the humble. Submit yourselves, hoopo tasso, get up under rank. Submit yourselves, therefore. Now, the word therefore, Sister Gordon, means the whole text is surrounding this one verse. Therefore, 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 Lord, have mercy. Hang in there with me. We almost finished. Therefore, submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Are y'all with me? There's a different supply of grace. Four 6, God's grace allows us to become humble. God says, boy, you need more humility, so let me give you more grace. You keep looking at yourself. You keep smelling yourself. You keep thinking you're all that in a bag of chips. But let me continue to send grace. What grace to do? Grace to say, you know what? I'm nothing. I'm nobody. I don't deserve anything but God who's rich in mercy. Can I get a witness? I'm preaching up in this place. He, he's not only talking about a different supply of grace. He's talking, verse 7, a diligence of submission. Hoopo tasso. Get down, boy. Get low. Therefore, to God, and no, notice the sequence. You can't even resist the devil till you get low to me. All right, that's real. The devil won't even listen to you. You operating on the wrong stuff. Look, 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 look. Hang in there, and he will flee from you. Draw nigh to God. Now, now, I said this morning, verse eight. We almost finished. Verse eight is from the is from the Levitical priesthood. The Levitical priesthood, tabernacle, temple, they could not approach God that's right, that's right. unless they had the right sacrifice. Right. Right. God will kill you. That high priest on Yom Kippur, that tabernacle in Exodus, All right. they would go into the holy place daily. Table of showbread, 12 uh, uh, loaves of bread representing the 12 tribes of Israel. The lampstand that had to be, amen, oil had to be in a lampstand. It, it, it burnt 24 hours a day. And then as you kept walking right there, there was a table of, amen, a table, an altar of incense. That incense had to burn, uh, dealing with the perfections of God, but nobody would dare go behind that curtain. Yes where the Ark of the Covenant was, where God resided between the cherubim's wings. Can I get a witness? Now, this is how deep this stuff is. Once a year, the high priest, they would tie a rope around his waist. He would take the laver, take a lamb that had never been, come on now, a lamb without blemish, shed the blood, pour it in the basin. This was an innocent lamb without blemish. And he would take the blood in the basin and start walking with a rope tied around him. Because if God did not accept him, God killed him, and nobody else could go in there or God would kill them, they had to drag him out. So he would go in once a year with the basin of blood, and he would sprinkle the blood seven times. Lord, have mercy. And the judgment seat was like a toilet. It would, it, look, the lid would drop, and it would become a mercy seat. And the reason it dropped because it closed because God was saying, uh, yeah, and when I see the blood, I pass over. Your sins are forgiven for one year. I'm going to cover your sins for one year. One year, all Israel is forgiven. But Hebrews 10 said, but this man, yeah. that was my trial sermon, after he offered one sacrifice, for sins forever sat down on the right-hand side of Almighty God. Can I get a witness? That's why he told Mary at the tomb. He said, Mary, clutch me not. She grabbed him around her feet. She said, oh, she said, Messiah. He said, don't clutch me. I have not yet ascended. Oh, y'all ain't getting this stuff. I have not yet gone to heaven and presented myself as the sacrifice to the holy, most holy God. The problem you got, amen, is that Jesus, who is God, went to God to present himself as God to forgive your sins so that God agreed with him and his sacrifice and loosed you from all of your sins can't do it. Muhammad can't do it. Confucius can't do it. Jehovah's Witnesses can't do it. Only Jesus, Only Jesus could walk into the presence of God with a sacrifice not for himself, but for everybody that would trust him. And whom the Son had made free is free indeed. I uh, Do I have a witness? He says, I'm, I'm coming in. He says, draw out of God and he will draw out to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners. Purify your hearts, you double-minded. Be afflicted and mourn over your sin. Yeah. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord. And he will, what? Lift you up. And on the way out the door, never speak evil of your brother. Can I get a witness? Stop judging your brothers. Uh, Do I have a witness? Uh, Child of God, and I got to close. There are nine imperative commands in the Greek in this one chapter. Number one, relinquish control, 4-7. Resist the devil, 4-7. Restore worship as a priority, 4-8. Renounce sinful practices, 4-8. Reject sinful attitudes. React to sin with sorrow, 4-9. Refrain from a frivolous attitude, 4-9. Respond humbly to success, four ten. 10 Refuse to slander your fellow believer, For 10 to 12. Jesus wants, to, wants us to seek him, serve him, but he wants us to submit to him. Let me pinpoint my pain. All this hell and warfare, disagreement, judging, attacking each other. I'm not submitted to God. When I get low, I go high. Yes, sir. When I lose control and let him, he blesses me. My Amen. The text here is so powerful. Submit yourselves therefore to God. Gordon, once you submit to God, you can tell Satan to take a hike, and he's gotta go. Submission to God. Submission to God. Submission. All this fight, arguing, party spirits, divisions, gossip, talking about killing each other's character is because you're not submitted to God. Submit yourselves to God. Draw nigh to him and he will draw nigh to you. Let's stay on our feet. Father, we thank you for your word, which is your x ray machine to expose what we cannot see. And we confess that we can do nothing without you. We're messed up. We thank you for the exegesis of this passage that all this war and pain and pollution and pride is coming out of an operation that can be defeated by our submission to you. Help us to submit to you wholeheartedly. Not fight, but have faith. Not argue, but just lift you up in worship. God, take the fight out of us. Take the positioning. Take, oh God, all those things that the world applauds. You are our success. Minister to us as only you can. And God, as we leave this place, we want to be totally submitted to your lordship. We want to let go and let God. We give it to you, lord. We give you our concerns. We give you our prayers. We give you our future. We give you our children. We just submit to you and to one another in Jesus' precious name. Now, God, as we enter into this most holy supper, forgive us of our sins, and you you did not say that any was worthy, but you said, do not do it in an unworthily manner. So, God, following that adverb, we do it with discernment. These symbolic elements of your body and blood, in the night you were betrayed, you took bread and broke it, said, take heed, this is my body, and took wine and passed it and said, drink this, this is the blood of the New Testament. As often as you do this, you show remembrance of me till I come. Thank you for the shed blood of Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. Please be seated. Will you reach down to the baskets? If you're not saved, do not partake. Reach down to the baskets. None of us are worthy. That's a, listen, that's an adjective. He said, don't do this in an unworthily adverb manner. We got to do this with discernment. Praise Jesus. Praise him. If there's somebody here that, listen listen up, My, my fault. Somebody here needs to be saved. Will you raise your hand if you want to give your life to Jesus Christ? He died for your sins, was buried and rose again. Anybody wants to be saved? Just raise your hand. We love you. Anybody wants to be saved? Or join the church in your Christian experience. Anybody. You want to join the church. Is there one? We love you. Amen. Let's take out the wafer. This wafer is symbolic of his body. He gave his body on a cross to Calvary. And as often as we do this, we show mercy to come. As you partake of this wafer, think about the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Come on. Amen. Followed by the drinking of the grape.